everybody. Welcome to another episode of T-O-P-T-R-I-O-3. Holla at your boy. This is Rick Smith, Top Trio. Excited to be here for another podcast. I got Jose back from the wrestling podcast. Great friend. Got a lot of respect for him. What's up, Jose? Uh, nothing, you know, brought me back. So clearly I did something good. Yeah, something right. I mean, if you keep contacting me at 3 a.m., but 12 a.m. your side, your your time, you know, I can only do so much. So I figured that, hey, it's later up in the evening. I know you're just starting your day right now, but my day's over with. So I'm just, you know, I'm giving you the last few minutes of my time before you hit me up in another six hours. So <laughs> now, hey, thanks again, dude. But uh, tonight we're talking about He-Man. Oh, my bad, not He-Man. Masters of the Universe Re- Revelation. Can't say He-Man in the title because people are going to feel that the show is about He-Man. Got to make sure I come correct. And I make sure Jose keeps me honest. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had a we had some talks about He-Man and I was like, look, just go ahead, let's go ahead and do this podcast. Great time. Uh, he brought, he said he really wanted to do it too. So it's like, Let's put our brains together and knock it out. So, did you watch Masters of the Universe Revelation? That's about the Masters of the Universe? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, honestly, I was one of those people that uh, I just went ahead and uh, streamlined all five episodes. I mean, they're, what, 25 minutes apiece. It, it was, it, it felt like an easy watch. Yeah. Except for episode two. Um, you and I have talked about it, how we feel about that. Like, mm. not that it was a horrible episode, mm. but that it was, like, the weakest out of the five. I but want- that's to be expected in, in any series. You know, there, there's, there's very, very few series where... <laughs> <laughs> where uh, every episode is, you know, excellent. Like, uh, I I can't even really think of one that has, like, all episodes being excellent. Mm, yes, you know, yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, long, 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 long story short. Yeah, I understand, man. Hey, I, yeah, I, 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 episode two, man. But, you know, you can go ahead and finish your, your talk, fam. I'm, I'm going to say something about episode two later. But go ahead and finish what you were saying. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, I watched it all, um, you know, obviously it's not perfect, but I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because of the fact that it was like, yo, we're going back into this universe. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Um, oh, universe. And, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, going back into this universe with these characters. Uh, I mean, keep in mind, I'm somebody that I can, uh, uh, I, I don't have a strong attachment to nostalgia and if, People do. That's great. There, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, I, you, you know, you, you told me specifically why, yeah. why the old He-Man cartoon is important to you, and, and you know, stuff like that. I totally get. But like me, I've, I, I've always, when something old is remade or continued now that I'm no longer a kid, I'm in my 30s. I look at it. Man, you look a day over 29, man. you know like I I look at it from the standpoint of okay clearly no matter what they say this is not going to be completely like what it once was Um, exactly I mean to be perfectly honest uh 
Well, obviously, by now, anybody watching this knows that the show has been getting a lot of hate. It's getting a lot of love, but it's also getting a lot of hate. But if I mean, the show it's, it's, made... it's, it's a He-Man sequel, how can you hate this? Like, something came out 40 <laughs> years ago. Like, why would I hate? I would hate a cartoon that came out 40 years ago. You give me a sequel, but some people will just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Exactly, because, like, you know, like, uh, just finish my statement real quick. It's like, if they made the 80s show... If they made this exactly like the 80s show, trust me, people would be up in arms for a whole different reason. We all know, we all know that, that there were certain viewpoints and mentalities towards certain characters. Yeah. That, you know, because back in the 80s, that's kind of how things were, that yeah, it wouldn't fly. So they updated you know, people like that. But you know what? Uh, one thing I will say is. Guys, this is only part one. This is the first five episodes. Five. At least, at, at least five. get to the last, you know, five. Plead There's the ten. Plead the fifth. Exactly, you know. So, uh, like Sean Spears, ten, ten, ten. So <laughs> you only but, seen, you only watched two hours and five minutes of Masters of the Universe. Revelation. So, but yeah, man, I people just want to argue to argue. I understand why people are upset. I mean, episode two didn't really sit with me pretty well. Kind of hope that I kind of wish they split up with added Gringer, adding up until he was shown again because I didn't feel that Gringer got his spotlight. Everybody else got character development, and I think Gringer is probably one that needs more character development than anything else. Always been a fan that Battle Cat has always been his inner self that he can never bring out. So I've always kind of like wanted him to take that next step and be, you know, the Green Tiger or whatever, Liger or whatever he is, and take that next step. Uh, but I understand people are upset. You know, it is what it is. You 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 saw He Man, you thought you were gonna get He Man. You got Masters of the Universe instead. The title. Me personally. You should have done is set expectations in the title of the episodes so everybody would have been okay. First episode, episode of He Man, sure, episode of He Man. Number two, episode of Tila. The episode's about Tila, who has been in all the episodes for the original show. That is a very important character that got great character development. May not be the character development that everybody else wanted, but it showed how she dealt with. What happened? It is what it is. Episode two, whatever. How you think? Fine, whatever. Episode three, man in arms, badass. How's he dealing with being exiled and not having his family and everything that happened with Adam? Sucking it up. Episode four, my man Orko. You could be Orko slash Evelyn. I don't care. Best dialogue in the whole freaking show. Best episode. Tila got character development. Everybody got character development. It was great. Perfect writing, Scare Glow. I know you talk about him quite frequently. Amazing character design, start to finish, great. Episode five, episode of Adam, ended there, cliffhanger at the end. You'll find people on Netflix and see what the episode name is. When they go to the next episode, they can see it in the drop down. Everybody's happy, expectations are met. People, Jose will tell you, Masters of the Universe. M. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I, like, I love to love that you're on here tonight, man. 
I love, you know, I tell you, I love He-Man for what it is. I mean, I have so many memories with He-Man as a kid. One of my fondest memories with my dad. He loved it. I loved it. You know, it was trying to sell toys, man. That's that's what it was at the time. And now you're trying to create a complex story and you're blaming Kevin Smith and whoever else. And these dudes are putting all their work and their resources together to give you guys a great product. Man, come on, lighten up. Yeah, no, um, and, you know, kind of touching on what you just said, too, like, you know, people throwing so much, uh, like, negativity and hate towards Smith, you know, saying he's a liar, saying, like, he ruined his career, um, his most recent Fat Man on Batman, where he put everything on the table, they're saying, oh, it's him having a meltdown, and it's like, none of that's really the case, but if that's how you feel, that's how you feel, but, like, to be honest, so, if you're really going to throw any type of um, hate or negativity, you uh, you you kind of should be throwing it towards Netflix because no. this show yep. was split into two parts for no reason. I mean, if they were if they were trying to compete with other streamers like HBO Max and and Disney Plus, okay. But the the problem is. Netflix has always been, you get a full season at one time. That was kind of what made them, you know, like, yo, yo, we got to watch it. Stranger Things, we got the whole thing. We can watch it in one, you know, one sitting. Sorry to cut you off. I'm going to add a video to this. Hope you guys see it. Video right here. (laughs) It's going to say, I'm going to make sure everybody see this. It's going to say, it's going to be for Lion King. It's going to be Mufasa talking to Simba and saying, Remember, remember who you are. And that's what Netflix needs to be. Remember who you are. You are not these other, you don't have to be them. You don't, you don't. Okay, shut up, it's all you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like, I, and keep in mind, like I'm not saying like throw hate to throw hate, but that's what I feel like. If anything, you guys should really question more why was the, the series split into two parts? Um, now, if you're gonna sit here and uh, and complain about like, oh, you know, it was a bait and switch, it was this and the other. Again, we, we don't have the other five episodes, it's so you know. So for all we know, every single thing that was said prior to it coming out is true. It's yeah. just the last five episodes, not these first five. These first five yeah. were only a portion of it and that that's why I feel like yeah like uh, you know I mean gotta give it to Kevin Smith he's doing his best him and the voice actors and anybody that works on the show they're doing their best to to do like uh damage control yeah and you know they're they're sitting and it's weird how like they're doing just standard damage control and yet people are saying oh he's having a meltdown he's not this is this is this is what you do. You, you as as passionate as you guys are about He Man and Masters of the Universe, he's as passionate about this project yeah. because he put time into it. And everybody that is a part of it, they're passionate about it. So of course, if they if if you guys are you you know whoever is saying yo this show fucking sucks, and one of them responds with no it doesn't yeah that, you you're you're why are you um, not allowing them to defend their passion like yeah. you are doing. And I, I get that. And that's, I'm just like, why, like, 
you haven't got a finished product. And this is one thing that Jay, the movie destroyer on Top Tree always talks about. You got to finish your meal. To give a true assessment, you're complaining about five episodes and really just one episode. And I, I understand why. And trust me, it took me for a loop as well. I wasn't prepared for it. But you got to stop letting other things in society fuel your responses because it may not be that deep. And that's the thing that people got to realize too. Like there's other products that probably fuel the decision to making, but in our society right now, this a lot of this stuff sells. It didn't sell in 40 years ago. And you want to make sure that in the product, especially now, that you're going to appeal to all audiences, just not one audience. And that's the other hard part. Like it happens in Marvel all the time. They appeal to audiences all the time based off of what society is generalized now compared to how it was when we're growing up. Marvel's a totally different beast than when you, when you and I were kids. Totally different, totally different beast. This MCU is not even close to what we grew up on. But you generalize it, you make it so the, the common movie watcher can understand and relate. This is what sells. And episode two, with the casual fan and the reception that other similar properties that follow similar aspects of the show got, you, you're pushing, you, you're steering it in the wrong direction. It's it's a cartoon. It's not that deep, man. And if you watch the other episodes, especially episode four, which is, I'm going to keep saying, is the GOAT, is the GOAT episode. If you watch it and pay attention to what happens to Tila, it makes episode two so much better because you see how she deals and copes with the loss and what happened. And you have to understand that. Stop, people stop being so dense. Sorry, stop. I know you're entitled to your opinion. That's great. This is a cartoon. And I'm going to say this right now, a cartoon we don't deserve. I mean, we don't deserve it. I mean, it's a sequel to something that came out 40 years ago. And then somebody decided to take it upon their, their time, effort, resources, get money together, get the funding, and create a project to give you a sequel to something you grew up and you cherish. All respect in the world. No matter how bad it is, the fact that they did this, it takes time, money, and effort to get the right people in the right building. Their voice acting cast is the best I've seen probably next to Invincible, man. I all respect to Kevin, Kevin Smith and his team, man. And Griffin Newman, you got to follow today. I uh, love your talk on the Batman show. It was great. Uh, much, much love to you for doing your homework and getting, delivering one of the best corporate performances that I could ever ask for. Thank you, sir. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and you know, you're, you're completely right. And the other thing too, that I, I find interesting about like this whole thing with it is like, yo, if, if y'all don't like the show, cool. Don't watch it. Yeah. Just because masters of the universe revelations exist doesn't mean that Netflix somehow went and destroyed uh, you know, the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe cartoon and went to everybody's house and took all their toys and all their comics, you know, did that. No, like, if you don't like it, just just don't watch it. Yeah. Don't watch Like, don't, like, it, it's, um, you know, like, uh, something you and I are definitely agreed upon is that, like, look, if you, you have every right to feel how you feel and express it, but don't become a person that you're actively coming off like you're trying to get others to hate it as well. Yeah. There are there are a lot of people on uh, uh, on YouTube that that's exactly how they sound 
it's not even that they're trying to fight for something they love. They literally just sound like they're just trying to get people to hate it because they don't like it. And that that's a no-go. If you don't like something, go ahead, don't like it, talk about it, that's fine. But don't actively go out of your way. I really wish it was that simple, man, because we saw what happened with Justice League and the DCEU, man. People, like, dude, if you don't like the DCEU, why continue to watch the movies and then go online and bash it? Like, this is another thing, and I'm, I'm hating to switch topics. Why does people, why do people hate Justice League? Like, think about it. Because <laughs> it's in the DCEU. That's it. That movie, Snyder put his, he decided to come out and do everything he needed to do to create a movie, to finish his legacy, to give you a great product for four hours. And then what you had to do is go online and ruin this man's dream. He put it all on the table, delivered you a different product, gave you four hours of content for superheroes. But you, with the fact that you saw these movies almost 10 years ago and the, the DCU in you know, theaters, you hate DCU that much that you can't give somebody who's trying to give you their best product respect. Look, I thought Snyder, I thought that Justice League was amazing. I, you know, I, I, I can see here. I say I like I built DCU. I don't like any DCU properties outside of the cut properties and probably Shazam. That's probably about it. I really don't mess with them. I really don't care for them. But Shazam was great and Dawn of Justice was great. But the theatrical releases just don't interest me at all. But I'm going to give Snyder his prop. I thought Justice League was amazing, and I thought it deserved the respect because he put his all into that product. And it's sitting with Kevin Smith. He doesn't even really care about He-Man that much. But he went out above his way for the fans to give you a sequel, and you're going online to complain. Like, come, like, I, I, I don't understand people. Like, people just can't be grateful. You get to sit at home, and I'm going to say this again, you get to sit at home on your couch, for two hours and five minutes and watch the Masters of the Universe. When, if most people that I know are probably gonna watch this, but I talked to online, weren't alive 38 years ago. What do you even thought of? If you were alive 38 years ago, let me tell you what would have happened if you want to watch E-Man. You would go to the store, you would buy a small pamphlet magazine that has a time phrase for all the shows on every channel you can get through your tuner. You had to connect to your RF adapter on the back of your TV. He had to get somebody to hold the adapter because the reception is probably garbage. And then most people back then had black and white TVs. So you watch He-Man, it's going to be in black and white. Let me tell you, watching He-Man was a chore. It took out the USA Network. But what I'm telling people is times have changed. You had the luxury of watching He-Man Masters of the Universe at home on your couch. Be grateful. It, this sequel was never meant to be, but somebody took it upon themselves that they had a great idea. Take it for face value, man. Would you rather it not be made or you'd rather it be made? Because he, man, he haven't had nothing since the Cartoon Network show, which was amazing until season two. So I'm grateful, I'm happy. I love Orko. I love Gringer. I love all the characters. I understand why he was getting crapped on, but is it warranted? No. Do I understand why people are mad? Yes, that's all I can yeah. say. Yeah, you're right. I mean, also too, um, dude, if y'all really have issues, just watch the recent Fat Man on Batman that uh, Kevin Smith did. I mean, I know people don't like spoilers, I guess. Doesn't really give any spoilers, but he 
pretty much gave us the roadmap of what the next five episodes and it's amazing are and if you know if that all comes out like it's supposed to like he says it is and you know then a lot of complaints they're probably going to be unwarranted i mean i'm pretty sure there are some complaints that are valid there there, there always are complaints that are valid but a lot of the nitpicking ones are going to be unwarranted um but we just have to wait and see and again that's just kind of going back to what i said earlier why why netflix did you split this yeah. that makes no sense like we we could have had like trust me i would have sat up and watched the whole 10 episodes yeah and i would take it off of work it, it, <laughs> you know three, and i'm not two through five and, was great I mean, three through five so yeah and and again this is coming from someone that like i said i I don't have nostalgia playing a factor into it. I just have a thing of like, I remember growing up watching it. I enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, now at that, my age now, I know the old cartoon wasn't very good. It was actually pretty bad. <laughs> you go back and watch it. That thing does not hold up. Yeah. Y'all are lying. Uh, but, um, you know, so with this, what we got, it's like, okay, cool. Let's give it a shot. I have some gripes with episode two. Yeah. Um, there's little gripes throughout all the episodes, you know, little things yeah. here and there. I mean, that's that's natural, but like at the same time, like I I enjoyed it, and I'm I'm willing to bet more people enjoy it than than actually hate it. Yeah, but the consensus online is like people love if you bash something, people are going to of course respond. Yeah, like you say hey, oh my goodness, this 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 show sucked, and then people feel oh yeah, kind of did suck. People are going to follow, you know, just. It's easier to bash something than give it props. That's just the way the world works. Easy to say, oh, this team sucks. Yeah, this team does suck. This team does suck. This team does suck. You have that one fan. The team doesn't suck. They won 12 games last year. They didn't win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, this is... Well, I guess that one loss doesn't mean it, 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 like, completely yeah. in the game. I, I just, like, you know, that's how I look at it. Like, you know, you got five episodes. Just let, let, let's go ahead and say episode two was trash. I mean, just... Hypothetically, you know, that wouldn't trash everybody. Episode two was trash. You scored on four of the episodes. You rolled your dice. You tried to make something appealing. And five episodes, four out of five, you got right. That's a win, in my opinion. That's that. I think that's an honest win. Yeah, I agree. You, you tried to create something 40 years ago, make it make it pop and make it constant for this new generation, and you hit four out of five. Props, man. And it's that Orko. I love Orko. Biggest fan of Orko ever. Favorite character. Got much love and, um, and respect. He had his moment. Uh, Griffin Newman, like I said, I, I, I had Adam today. Uh, just amazing voice actor. This whole cast, great job. Mark Hamill with Skeletor is not something that I thought I needed in my life until it actually happened. The dude is just straight menacing. Like his voice is just, it, it's. I, I, I actually hope the guy stays alive forever because I think every generation from here on out needs <laughs> to hear this man talk, man. I have never, like, this dude has transcended so well over the years in his voice acting. And just him and Skeletor, just never, I've never put those two together ever. And he just, it goes so well. And just the way he talks to folks, and great job. Um, I'm excited for part two. Like I said, Jose said, watch the, uh, watch the special. The uh, Fat Man special, it's really good. It's going to give you some tips and pointers on what's going to happen next. 
and you'll be pleasantly surprised. If you get the opportunity to watch Beyond Grayskull on Netflix, it will probably change. Yeah, it's good. It, it's probably going to change your views on He-Man in general. Uh, a lot of things people don't know about the original He-Man show is advertised in that show. And it's really going to bring you to a consensus of how and what He-Man was originally about and why and how you should or should not be so passionate about it. It deserves a hype because it's something that we love growing up. But if you learn the basis and the history behind it, it's kind of, I'm not going to say it's jacked up, but it's kind of like it's the end result of other things happening. And it was just, I'll say it was kind of like a cash grab and it kind of worked out. So, I mean, it, uh, but I'm really excited for part two. Thanks for coming on, Jose. But I will say one thing if I got off of here, off of here with Jose. Orco. I don't care. Dude. So Jose and I talk, I'm, I'm gonna put my head down when I say this because I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna see my expression because I'm, I'm I'm a little mad at Jose. <laughs> so so I don't show my emotions and cry on screen. Spoilers, Urko episode four is no longer here. He's probably dirt. But there's a theory <laughs> that my great friend Jose has told me at 3 a.m. in the morning, 12 a.m. 12 a.m. his time. But I still think he lives on the East Coast, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> he tells me that Oracle may not be dead. So I'm going to allow him to tell you all his theory without me getting upset because my man had an honorable death and he deserves to be dead. So, Jose, go ahead and make me feel compassion that I wanted him to be back in my life again and tell everybody why you think he may be coming back. Okay, so um, before I say it, if this happens, <laughs> I apologize. I did not mean to spoil anything. I have no insider information. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, actually, no, he's lying. So let me tell you what happened. So before he finished <laughs> saying what we had to say, this is going to end Top Trio. This is, he's going to end it on this note. But Jose and I, we talk about a lot of different things happening in the industry and everything all the time. 95, 96% of the time, our stuff comes to fruition. And we just sit there and we just be baffled like, so we didn't create this episode last week. We didn't create the, the ending to this show. We didn't call that. So Jose and I, well, I'm, I'm going to put on Jose because I'm, I'm not taking credit for any of this. If this comes to fruition, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to be hurt because my man had an honorable death and he had his moment. But never take what Jose said with a grain of salt because he's very knowledgeable and the shit he says comes to life. Literally. So, <laughs> and uh, another thing is, if it comes to fruition, you heard it You heard it first on Top Trio and every other industry cannot take credit for it. You heard it first here. He said it. And she got all the credit in the world. You guys should hit him up and tell him that he's very smart and intelligent and he knows shit. Go ahead, Jose. <laughs> uh, okay. So in episode four, like he's just saying, Orko is not here with us anymore. But the whole episode, it, uh, he and Evelyn have this interaction between each other where you know the the whole the history of his name comes up to play and ironically enough and even though it's like a throwaway line 
the history of Eva Lynn's name comes up and you see this character development between these two characters that are so vastly different and opposite. And when they're trying to escape this, this thing they're fighting, you know, at this point in the story, magic is dying. Magic is almost out. And if it goes, Eternia dies. That's why they're actually trying to do all this. It, obviously, it affects Oracle and Evelyn the most because they were, you know, the magic users of both sides. They're like the main magic users. And so they're trying to fight this thing. They're not able to do it. Evelyn has, uh, like, part of her staff, the, the, the orb on, on top. And there, there's a key thing with it uh, that happened in uh, the second episode, ironically enough. And when they're fighting this thing, they both grab the staff and it powers up. So episode five, there's a key thing that happens, a big reveal about the staff. So my thing is that I believe that, and again, this is just my theory, no, no insider, nothing, I swear to God. My theory is that some part of Orko is in that staff now, whether if it's his soul, spirit, energy, whatever. And something about him is now in that staff and it's either gonna be the thing that causes him to come back. And if he does come back, he might not be Orko, he might be by his actual name that he was supposed to have, or that it's gonna be the thing that saves Evelyn and then causes her to finally realize hey yeah no like really really am on the wrong side and you know it took this dude who i've always thought was an idiot to really finally get me to see that um mm -hmm. so that's my theory yeah. and you i i do keep in mind even though i have that theory i do 100 percent agree with rick if oracle is gone and never comes back that was the best send-off he could have ever had because in one moment he does arguably one of the most badass things to a character that has always been considered extremely powerful because of what they used as an energy source and oracle the one person that should not have been able to stand up yeah. for him did like did and you know came in as as you know the kids say came in clutch like on the big time really did. And that whole sequence is sure. that that's why me, Rick, and a lot of other people I've seen online really do think that the fourth episode is the best episode the right best. now. Because of the fact that like it, like he said, it even episode four even goes and kind of clarifies things in episode two yeah. that maybe had like I, I don't necessarily want to say that maybe if they were reversed order it might have been better but there's things in episode four that get revealed about characters that you're like okay yeah episode two now still not the best but now i'm getting the picture yeah um finishing yeah. bill episode episode four helped me cope with episode two like i i felt similar feelings that other people had wasn't say I was gonna bash the show, but I I felt it. I was like, eh, I see what you're doing. I'm not 100% cool with it, but I understand why you're doing it. And I said, if he goes this route, I'll deal with it. And then it was like, mm, okay, I see what you're doing. You're trying to build a character up, then you're trying to break her down. 
to say, to bring a, a reason why she's acting a certain way, and then she got to fight it. I'll say, okay, it's like it's like that meme with the guy from um, uh, was it guy from Community or whatever? Oh, for horrible bosses when he's like trying to put the pieces together. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. like okay, yeah. So in episode two, she did this, but in episode four, she had to do this because she was sitting here and she was upset. And then she had to fight her fears and become a bad, even more of a badass. And then there was teasers about her mom, but we don't know who her mom is. And then no. she does this, and then it makes more sense. So episode two, episode two is not that bad. So I shouldn't have had those feelings anymore. But I understand why everybody else should have those feelings, but they shouldn't because they watched episode four. Boom. Problem solved. <laughs> oh, Everybody's um... happy. Well, I will. I will also say this because of the fact that we you 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 brought up my theory. I have another theory about a key character. Okay. Um, uh, a, a character. Bring us that, home. Like, Bring us home, man. Bring us home. Uh, she's new to the series. I know a lot of people don't like her because of the supposed implications of why she's yeah. there, even though it's been stated that's not the case. Friend. You know. Friend. Uh, you know, Look, I, I, I treat it like I treat it like the how back in the day with old school anime. Until you see it on screen, it doesn't exist. I'm Boring. just saying. Boring. Uh, but like for me, I have a theory about Tila's friend. Uh, I think her name is Andra. Uh, I have a theory that she is not on the level and that possibly. She mm. might be um, an agent for Hordak. And but, but, no, hold on. So, let me throw this out here because I'm going to stop you right there. Because there's people who say they know the He-Man universe and they don't. It's, can you please explain who Hordak is? Okay, so Hordak is, is uh, he's the main antagonist from She-Ra. Um, who is She-Ra? I don't know. I've never heard of She-Ra before. I don't know, I don't know anything about she it's, oh, that's the cartoon on Netflix. That's that yeah. cartoon on Netflix with the uh, animation, the Cartoon Network animation stuff. Yeah, that's the. Uh, yeah, I know about Shira. Yeah, yeah. What's what's significant to that? Why these two don't go hand in hand? Well, funny enough, Shira and He-Man are twin siblings. What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I know. I, I mean, I, I mean. Uh, that, 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 that's dumb. Like, why would they do? Okay, go ahead and finish, man. There's, there's no way. Now, now you're just talking that stuff, man. You even complain about stuff. They don't go in it. Why is the animation different? Why are they two different things? I have no clue, man. I'm just saying. I'm just messing, I, have a, I have a theory <laughs> that possibly Andra is working for Hordak this whole time because. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, because again, it would be a perfect way to tie in Shira. And really get fans mad, uh, but you know, <laughs> oh you know, my goodness, Tanya Shira. Because think about it, we—if you really go back and look at the old school cartoon, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, they even though they're siblings, they weren't in each other's shows. Nah, except for like the Christmas special, and I think there was like another one or two specials, yeah. and maybe an episode here or there. But they were never in the same show, so. If you're trying to reboot it and bring it back, why not go big and say, "Hey, guess what? We are fine. We we're going one step further by finally giving you a show where both of them are there, 
And again, if you don't like that idea, you have the old school She-Ra cartoon. You have the Netflix She-Ra cartoon. You know, you can just not watch it. And tell people, uh, I'm a big fan of the crossover episode when uh, it explains their history and explains the connection between Hordak and Skeletor, which is really good. And it, it does come to fruition. You may want to watch that movie. But that She-Ra yeah. He-Man movie is one of my all-time favorites. It's very well done. And it explains a lot about He-Man's origins, Eternia's origins, and She-Ra in general, her universe. So it, it was funny how they pieced two and two together, uh, but it made perfect sense. And it's a little, it's a little unorthodox, but I really enjoyed the movie because I'm like, okay, it's just it's pretty cool though. I was like, yeah, you connected it. He made it make sense, and it's like, oh wow, he had a sister, and then she got kidnapped. Oh crap! Like seriously? So it's it's you know, I think you guys should watch it. It's it's good. It's you you'll you'll enjoy it, and it'll help you help help you kind of piece up the He Man shared universe ish thingy. So <laughs> the masses <laughs> of the yeah, universe. But, but that that's that's my theories. Uh, we will wait to see if yeah. they happen. If they happen again, no insider knowledge. This is just me taking some educated guess. Yeah. Quote, quoting. So that's it. My only theory is that after this season is over, the season two, and they're going out to Motherboard. I think Motherboard is going to be a big bad. They've been teasing yeah. it. Motherboard seems to be the new big faction because I think what's going to happen is that. Um, both parties, it seems like that Skeletor's party and He-Man's party are probably going to team up. It always kind of seems to be the thing when they restart stuff. You've seen it in Cobra Kai. You've seen it in Dragon Ball Super. When they reboot stuff, the enemies and the good guys seem to team up to take on the real threat. And I think that they're going to team up because even with Evelyn being over there, I'm going to tell you something, and this is where I'm worried about. And I, I saw Goku and Frieza tag team together to take down Jiren. I never thought I would see that in my life. And I'm honestly feeling that I'm going to see a Skeletor and He-Man <laughs> tag team. And it's going to drive me insane because I would never expect both of those two, guy, two guys together. But I know what's coming. I, just, I got this feeling they're going to tag team. I, I, I got this bad feeling. And it's going to be the most badass but weirdest thing I've ever seen. So, <laughs> but they're going to, I, I guarantee Motherboard, because Motherboard is happy that there's no more magic. And you just yeah. can't ignore it. And that episode with, uh, with T.S. thing, people don't understand. Episode two, you don't like it, but it was building blocks. The mother, yeah, explain exactly. the motherboard and how the characters were created and it had the cybernetic parts. And to see the father and the daughter take on the, uh, the cybernetic parts, that joint was creepy. Yeah, that, that was actually, uh, they were kind of delving into the uh, body horror. Yeah. Stuff. This show is PG, and I don't understand how, but I mean, the way Jose explained to me that people get murked off screen, but I'm just not going to let them slide what happened to Moss Man. Moss Man, I'm, dude, I'm not, I'm, I'm not giving Netflix an okay. This is a PG cartoon, and you literally murk Moss Man in the first 10 minutes. Incinerated, and then you're like, smells like pine. No, that's not okay. This is PG. Hey, and to make it make it worse, it wasn't that he was incinerated. It was that he was incinerated, and you see him burned to death, Ew. and he is yelling in pain. Yeah. Oh, like, see, like, 
the skeleton left over. And then yeah, and then and then and then uh Skeletor delivers like the most probably the <laughs> most thing he's ever done. Hmm. Love like pine. But like, dude, you you've done bad things, but that but that line Cut that through. was as you breaking the mirror on the way out. What I saw in this show, and this is some on top this off, is that Skeletor and other villains, they were through dealing with BS. Like in an old cartoon, okay, cool, we're going to fight, and then go back to all about Decepticon. We're going to fight, we're going to retreat. And this show is like, you pull up, you're you going to catch one. If you stop me for what I'm doing, there's a good chance you're going to die, you're going to catch one. Like Skeletor, see him stab at him, incinerate Mossman. Skeletor ain't having it. He, he's through. He's through with that. He's like, you know what? Y'all want to play games? I'm just going to kill everybody. I'm, I'm just, I'm just killing folks. You know, Scary Globe slash Skeletor, whatever you want to call it. Orko's dead. Adam's, you know, Adam's not dead, but Adam's, Adam died. Pretty much died twice if you kind of look at it. Freaking. Uh, Mossman, just no, I'm tired of y'all. Something you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. I, I mean, it just but like, I'm love, I'm loving the ride, I love to talk with you, man. I, I expect to have a conversation at 3 a.m. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> for what to come, man. I, I, I love the universe. I'm gonna take it for you know, take it for face value. Um, for me, it's 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 he, man. How no matter how I look at it, it's. The characters are reanimated. It's a sequel. We didn't. We don't deserve it. We got it. Cherish it while we got it because I doubt we get anything like this ever again. So, yeah, I mean that movie keeps being stuck in limbo. So, yeah, I, I, I think I, I think this was, I think this was the alternative, man. I, I really think this was the alternative. And I think what's going to happen in the reception that we're getting now, people probably won't be too happy with what what may come out of that movie if it does get produced. They've been going to try to do the things that won't piss people off, but end up pissing people off in the get-go because people are going to be already tuned in and understand that, that what the Netflix show is, and people are going to base the movie off the Netflix show. And be like, oh, this ain't like the Netflix show. I don't like it. Or, oh, it's, you know, or let's not, let's take out these aspects. It's just, Hollywood is a different monster right now. Like, people hate the original He-Man movie. I don't think it's all that bad. I, I, I actually like the original He-Man movie. I thought, you know, it's corny and cheesy, but they try to bring the He-Man world into the common world, and I was just like, wow, that, that's, that's a tall order. A show that's not, doesn't have a lot of, um, you know, like seriousness, and don't have a lot of uh, complexity to it, you brought it into the actual world and created problems, you know. I respect it. So, this is Top Trio signing off. Thank you again, Jose. Appreciate it, bro. Somebody said something? What's that? Oh, people. Um, this is Top Trio signing off. Thank you again, Jose, for everything, man. Um, two podcasts in a row. I appreciate you, bro. Um, as you know, the second, this is episode two. Episode two is always garbage. So I got to deliver on episode three, four, and five. So that seems to be the thing. So, and nobody knows what's going to happen six through 10. So, but <laughs> we'll just wait and see. Yeah. So, remember, there's, remember there's 10 episodes 10, 10, not five. But if you get four out of five, that's better than getting all five wrong. So, there you go.
Uh, peace out, everybody.